Hi, Jay. Hey, Dee. Welcome back. How are you feeling today? I am feeling energized. Good. And you just got baby girl to sleep. That's good. I got two of them to bed before I jumped on here. So screw it. I'm free, 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 free. Um, you are listening to the OK Sorry But podcast. You can find us on OKSorryButt.com. You can access all our social media accounts there. Feel free to rate review and subscribe on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please don't forget to comment on our website on the episode pages, because we really like to hear about how you found the episode and what you want to hear in the future. We are back to Zoom, guys. So we're back on Zoom. My goal crappy. So I might be in existence to this podcast again. So sorry about that. That's okay. Don't worry. Uh, It's a possibility. Yeah, exactly. But you sound better. So I've had some feedback about Jay's sound. Uh, we fixed that today. Uh, and she's I also bought headphones. she's also bought some new headphones so she can try those out next time when we go back to Skype. But anyway, we have got an illustrious guest today. We are very lucky. We've got my colleague and dare I say my friend, Stevo. Welcome, Steve. <laughs> wow, what an entrance. Jesus, Thanks. I can't top Thanks. that. He is hey, a dude. colleague of mine, number one, which, I mean, hey, that, that takes a lot. Of number course, two, he he's got the most random backgrounds and jobs that you'll ever hear. He's one of those, yeah. kind of like me, where you'll have a random story to tell about things, but in your own way. So I always throw my, you know, Honduras trips in. I throw in, you know. <laughs> Canada stuff, a throw in, you know, stupid stuff that's happened to me. But I think Steve-O's experience will take the cake. I mean, not that Jorgelina has no experience. She is from the other side of the world. I'm eating an egg and tomato tomato. right now. She's living on on the edge. It looks delish. I'm about to jump off the edge. So Steve-O, why don't you introduce yourself to us? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Wow. Um, okay. Um, well, you got fifteen seconds. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I, so, 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 well, um, I'm um, I'm originally a Scotsman. Uh, uh-huh. I'm I was um, I was born in Belfast, Northern Ireland, oh. but I was raised in Scotland. But my parents were Scottish when they were in Belfast. Um, my father was uh, a commissioner in the Royal Ulster Constabulary back during the the troubles with the IRA. Uh, and my, my mother was a, a nurse um, at one of the local infirmaries in Belfast, and I was born there. Um, I think when I was three, my father was uh, assassinated by the IRA, and my mother, as, in fear of that, my mother, um, my mother moved us back to Edinburgh. And, I, and, and from that point on, I was kind of raised as a child and raised as a, as a teenager. Um, in Edinburgh, in Scotland. Um, well, first yeah. of all, sorry about your dad, but That's I cool. can already tell it's going to be fascinating. Go on, please. <laughs> well, well, I mean, that's, I mean, it really does stem from that. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in roots, and your roots kind of help define the path that you take and the decisions that you make in, in later life. So, sorry. <laughs> and, would you say your yeah. roots were Irish or Scottish? Scottish, I, Scottish, definitely. Okay. Um, I, 
the, the only reason being that we didn't really, um, even when I was born and my parents, um, uh, we didn't really lay down roots in Belfast. It was pretty much because we, we lived in army barracks mm. because we were part of the British army. So it, we, we were very segregated from Irish life generally. Uh, I, I, well, but I mean, I, I was three when my dad died, so um, I, I don't remember too much about it. You know, I was still quite, quite young. Um, I, I, so, so yeah, so we, we kind of moved back to Edinburgh, uh, and my mother raised me for for a while. Um, but when I was fifteen, my mother was diagnosed with colon cancer. Um, so just just on the cusp of me turning sixteen. Um, I think I was three months into 16 and my mother died. Um, and I have, th I have three younger sisters. So I'm the eldest of four. And I have three younger sisters who are, is freaking awesome, man. I mean, they're, they're, I mean my, my youngest sister, she was, she was five years old when mom died. Um, and for all of us, that was like, you know, it was kind of hard time. And it took us, it, it took us a good while to kind of, readjust um we're, we're all dysfunctional in our own way right as a family because that kind of happens you know um but um that that trick that that act that activity there or that kind of trauma triggered a massive explosion in my mind and, and like in my life and my path just kind of you know escalated from there you know it really went in different tangents you have to excuse me. I, I know I'm, I'm sounding really hoarse and stuff, but I think I should probably People's tell our everyone. first guest with COVID-19. Which is obviously not exciting. <laughs> obviously <laughs> not, but a little bit. So Yeah, and then he gets COVID. And then I get fucking COVID. Right? So, Steve, oh, how are I, you I'm dealing? Sorry, how are you dealing with COVID? Are you okay? Um, um, so, so, so yeah, so, so look, it's, um, I, um, I misdiagnosed all of my symptoms only because, uh, and, and D, you know, this, I, you know, there's a lot of pressure at the moment. There's lots of things going on. Uh, I hear back at home. There was a, you know, I had lots of things to deal with and, you know, with my family and, 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 and all that's going on. And I, I just kind of thought, you know, with work and everything, I thought, you know what, I'm run down. I'm just tired. I just, and I kept just fucking pushing myself and pushing myself. <laughs> and it, and it got to the point where last Friday, I was just like, fuck it. I cannot function. Um, and, and it was really, I had real flu symptoms, you know, like aching joints and, you know, uh, my head's like a balloon. I mean, I know I look like a balloon, but it really, you know, it really feels like a balloon right now. He doesn't. He doesn't. Um, uh, um, and now it's hitting. Now it's hitting my chest and my throat. My throat is completely shot. Um, and it, it, and it's it's challenging. I thought, you know, it's just a really heavy flu and blah blah blah. And my mother-in-law, um, God love her, she's a, she's a doctor, like a physician, and she came over to check check on me and the boys. And she was like, you know, she started putting two together and she was like, I want you to come down to the clinic and get the test. Cause I was really, I was really struggling. Uh, and my wife was, um, was elsewhere. Um, so, uh, I, so I said, yeah, okay, well not. So, so we went down, got tested, 
positive. And, and at that point, and then when she, when she when she when she did my chest results and she got all that checked out, she was like, it, you know, the kind of the penny dropped. It was like, man, I should have I should have fucking seen this happening. I should have seen this coming. Um, you know, because we're you know in in the in Eastern Europe, in the area where I am, um, there you know a lot of people during the summer dropped their guard and said, "Oh, this lockdown stuff, it's okay. You know, now you can go out and you don't have to wear a mask here or there, and you can travel on you know public transport and stuff." And and a lot of people did that, and and you know because because of the family and getting back and you know getting back social with all the people I know, um, you know we did that as well. And I think a lot of people during the summer they've dropped their guard and the second wave is hitting this yeah. is the second wave though um well so what about, it, we got some emails yeah. from work didn't we so when covid hit right. so Steve and i worked together in eastern europe and we'd get these emails that said don't worry there are absolutely no cases in this country um okay. we're fine and then two hours later i remember getting an email that said oh there are three cases in this country and i was like <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, god yeah. why send out you know just stop with the emails <laughs> But you know, no one, no one really anticipated how aggressive COVID was going to be either. Of course. Right? I mean, WHO, like WHO, kind of they they kind of made statements about it, and there was a lot of there was a lot of um, uh, cynicism. If this is okay, you know, are they are they crying wolf? Is it real? Is it not? Is it as bad as they say it is? Whatever, and then boom, you know, and then it starts to hit, and then. All of a sudden, these evils come in, and there's cases everywhere, and it's just like, wow. I have, to, I have to say that you are the first person I've known from any inner and out inner circles that I've moved yeah. that has COVID-19. So, yes, I, I kind of do have that mentality in a little bit, you know? Like, I think, is this real, you know? Like, is this real? Right. Oh, it is. Here the- he is, on a platter. And, and, and I, tell, I tell you, so... So let's get this out of the way. Um, if I could do things any differently, I would have stayed in lockdown even until this day. Yeah. I would, I would have tried to ration as much as I can. I would have limited my contact with the outside world. And I would have, I would have protected my family as well as much as possible. They're negative. They're all negative, by the way. So that's, that's thank, thank God. That's, that's, really, that's really good. Um, you have to be isolated, though. But I, I'm isolated now, so I'm I'm okay. in I'm in my house by myself, and everyone else is away elsewhere. You know oh, what? Okay. That uh, doesn't sound that bad to me. But it does. <laughs> it does. But it doesn't. I don't want COVID. But no, oh. to be <laughs> fair, I have been I have been wearing my mask. I always wear my mask because even though in my mind I think a tiny little bit like, is this real? Is this really happening? I don't know anyone. It kind of like I'm like okay, but. I'm gonna wear a mask, you know. I just I'm gonna take precautions. Right. So now I'm a little bit worried because my child has gone back to school. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I d- what what do I do? I mean, I don't go out. I haven't been in restaurants. I haven't been out. I have been outdoors, like in parks and places like that. Nothing indoors. Sure. But I, I, I mean, if it's there, no one's scared. I mean, I was scared. <laughs> but now i'm like oh my god like i i'm getting a little bit paranoid again so, i mean to, to be fair i so i so for many many years i have not lived in the uk for for several different reasons but um 
I do follow the political dynamic that's going on right now in the country, and especially with the decisions that are being made on lockdown, isolation, <laughs> self-isolation. Yeah. Have you heard the latest? And, and it's... Um, that the pubs, today, today, the pubs close yeah. at t 10 because apparently at 10, like, and there's so many funny memes online now. It's like, it's like a monster coming and it's like, oh, coronavirus at 10 a.m. at 10.01 a.m. coming into the pubs because they're closing the pubs at 10, which I understand. And a lot of people are like, what's that going to do? And I'm like, well, people get more drunk as the night progresses. Yeah. They stop distancing and they exactly. just get mad. So I get that, but <laughs> yeah, really? Why are they yeah, open? I know. Restaurants, they have found a loop on this thing. So they are open till 11 for takeaways. Uh-huh, of course. So that means people still outside. So yeah. Louis yeah. working means... till 11? Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, what about in the Moravian mountain area where you live without going into detail? Yeah. Are there any new um, lockdown impositions or anything new? Yeah, anything yeah. Like? So, the, the, so, so we've, we've now entered um, military lockdown. What that means is that villages and districts um, now have um, army controlling. I'm sorry, did I say Moravian mountains or did I say the Hunger Games series? What? <laughs> the what the outside? fuck? What? Yeah, military. Yeah, we've got military lockdown. So, okay. so, so that ultimately, I mean, what that means is that they they they're trying to limit the number of cases. So over Fair here, enough. we've seen the number of cases, and and they want the, the villagers to stay as much as they can in their own places. Now, in Eastern Europe, things work a little bit differently than they do in the UK. All right. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> um, so I think Jay might know. She does live in a culturally different but similar. She's from a country that's you know very military. Right. They'd yeah. impose well, martial law, wouldn't they? In, yes, in yes, they wouldn't law. be Normally afraid. Are, yeah. They they yeah. clean them after yeah. the dictator the last dictator dictator. Oh, sorry. Sir, Dictatorship. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. After that, they just eliminate <laughs> all the militars in Argentina. So, come and go invade Argentina because there's okay. no okay. security. Okay. I'm all right. I'm okay. I've got other things at the moment, but I'll think about it. <laughs> to you, Steve. Back to you. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. But but yeah, that's that's pretty much where we are. We're we're at that right now. So we we have fifteen. We have fifteen soldiers that patrol the in and out of the village. There's only one way into the village and out of the village. Okay. And then, and they've got a blockade up there. But are villagers self-sufficient? Could they potentially get uh, no, their the, food? No, the, the army and... provides us with rations. They ration. Oh they provide God. us with rations every day. Or every Wait, year days. is it again? Sorry, let me just check my yeah. calendar. Yeah. <laughs> It is 45, right? 100%. It's Hunger Games slash World War II. Random. I'm probably not going to go there. I'm probably not going to move there, funnily enough. Um, okay, so that's what we've got in Eastern Europe. In the UK, we've got our 10 p.m. Um, pubs and restaurants have to close by 10 p.m., but are staying open until 11. Uh, we've got mandatory face masks. So today, this morning, I wanted to co-op. And it was hilarious because, first of all, there were like three older generation women working there. I'd say they were between their 50s yeah. and 60s. And a lady came in to pay and she left. And one of the ladies said snarkily to the other lady, oh, she wasn't wearing a mask. You know, it's mandatory today. And in my head, I thought, you know, good for you, lady. But at the same time, why are these women responsible 
for yeah. putting this, these laws into place. They, they're a 50 year old <laughs> woman should not put herself in that at, at a minimum wage job, should not be putting yeah. herself in that position. So no, totally. I agree. And you know, one other thing, uh, two, two things are, we're still not allowed to visit other people's houses. So Jay and I are thinking of different ways to celebrate her birthday, maybe like from, yes. from across the park when, and, yes. and the rule of six, which is no more than six people from one household. I believe. I, think I, just, I don't. Yeah. I, I I don't understand the logic in that. To be honest. Well, do you know so. why? Because you know where the logic came from. It came from Boris, which then came from Dominic Cummings behind, because um, it's always yeah. behind. And um, <laughs> so there is no logic. It's literally yeah, exactly. Boris yeah. talking out yeah. of his ass. Totally. Oh. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Isn't it laughs> so, I mean, so, could he? Would he kill him to brush his fucking hair? That's all. That, like that's. His, that's a style. What, what? Style? But, okay. I watched a really funny, I don't know if you guys know what Saturday Night Live is, but it was, it's like yeah. a show that's been on for all. years and years. So yeah. there was one, um, so remember like last year at like the G8 summit, it was like Macron and Trudeau and Boris were like talking shit about um, yeah, Trump. Trump. And they had it on yeah. video, like someone recorded them. So they made a yeah. Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Um, you guys need to watch it. It's called like G8 Summit, whatever. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Jimmy Kim, uh, sorry, Jimmy Fallon is is Trudeau. Um, yeah. Paul Rudd, our love, Jay, is Macron. And then what's his name? Who's the guy? The, um, the Boris guy is played by James Corden. And he just like fucks up his hair. It's oh, that's hilarious. right. Yeah. And then it Merkel's is. in it as it's well. It's a canteen scene, isn't it? Yes! The canteen scene. Yes. Yeah, it's and no, and then there's yeah. a guy from like uh, Romania, Slovakia or something, and like he for Trump is yeah. forced to sit with him at a table. Watch it. I'll send you all. I'm gonna post the link because it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life, and I watched it, is it like hilarious. 50 times. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. Paul Rudd as Macron is like the perfect oh, chef's boy. kiss. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> We yeah. love Paul Rudd. We love Paul Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then no, and then Boris makes a joke about Macron's wife because she's older, and yeah. it's just it's really funny. Yeah, um, it is. It but, is really good. But yeah. So, okay, we've got. Um, can I just ask then? Uh, not sure. not necessarily why, but okay. What was the thought process around moving to Eastern Europe from Scotland? What are some of the differences or similarities? And then after that, maybe we can go into uh, equality as in LGBTQ plus rights, immigration sure. and religion mm-hmm. in where you are. We're not mentioning the country wow. for multiple reasons. Um, of course. But we're just, we're going to say Eastern Europe and we know all the, all the countries are absolutely not the same. There are some more progressive than others. It, yeah, that's very true. Um, yeah. so, so, let, let me start with the reason why the logic behind the move. So, so um, it, to, to get to get to where I am um, took many many years and a lot of different adventures um, uh, but I think one of the reasons was that um, uh, losing my parents at a very early age i I wanted to start to provide for my sisters very very quickly very very early on and we're talking about mid 90s here and at that time um, you know I was I was 17 coming just literally coming into 18 and um, it, 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 I, the, the, the choices or opportunities at that time were very limited and I was looking at, at a way of being able to provide 
for the girls, right, for my sisters. Um, and the easiest way to do that, really, in all honesty, the easiest way to do that was for me to join the army. Because then I would join the army, I'd do the my English service. Army, correct? The, the UK, the British whatever. Army. British, sorry, I don't, whatever it's called. Yeah, I, I think everyone <laughs> knows how I feel about the army, but I, I uh, kudos yeah, yeah, yeah. to joining. Good for you. Uh, so, so it, it was. So the, I mean, the thing is, as an eighteen-year-old at the time, you're like, you oh, know, totally. fuck, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, I've got to find a way to make sure that you know I, I'll do whatever I have to do, but as long as the girls are okay, that's all that matters. So that was the, that was the mentality behind it. And then from that point onwards, from the from the year, from the age of eighteen, I don't think I set foot in the UK again for another fifteen years. Okay. From that point onwards, and 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 that was because of action. That was because of missions. That was because of war. Um, well, you know that uh, that little uh, yeah. that little unknown war that nobody's heard about. You know that one. It happened after some date in September in two thousand one. You talking about that war? <laughs> well, um, Operation Freedom. Yeah. Yeah, Freedom Fries. Um, yeah, that one. So Steve-O was a <laughs> yeah. a main player yeah. in that in that um, Afghanistan. Yep. Slash Iraq, correct? Yeah, so, so I originally started in I started in Iraq. I was a an encryption operator expert. So my my skills came from um, operating comms for the British Army. I was I was a uh, I was part of an elite team that came. We did recon, so we would come into a country. We would identify safe zones for the army to set up camp. We would set up their infrastructure, they would come, and then when they moved on to other camps, we would dismantle the infrastructure and then move on and find other safe havens for the army during, uh, during any kind of conflict. So I, I started out in Basra in Iraq uh, in the late 90s, um, and obviously after uh, September 11th, then we were, I was heavily seconded as a captain um, into the Afghan war. Okay, so, um, and how did you find that? Um... I mean, um, really loaded question. That's not what I mean. You personally, how did you deal with it? Are you okay? Did anything happen to you? Are you, you know, are you healthy? So, so yeah. Uh, so, well, uh, healthy. Mm-hmm. Sorry? What was the worst from being there? Yeah, like what's, what? well, actually I have a question um, I, for you. Maybe this, this might fit okay, in. So sure. like, what's a really high stress situation you found yourself in? I think this is a good segue into that to say within okay, in Afghanistan, What's yeah, some of the okay. worst situations so, so, you were in? Um, there was a couple. There was a couple of recon missions where I was. Uh, I was a captain, which meant that I had a number of um, soldiers reporting to me. Um, I had a group. I had a team of sixteen, and we were doing a recon in a valley. Um, and the the intel that we had at the time didn't tell us there were snipers. Um, so there was dissidents that were sitting in in the hills. Um, and I, I lost nine men oh, that day. God. Okay. That is really um, unfortunate. And, and, and there's, and it's, it's, it's difficult to deal with because for a number of reasons, um, when you, being in the, being in the armed forces is, um, it's a, it's a patriotic act. That's the first mm-hmm, thing that mm-hmm, people will tell mm-hmm. you. Um, they break you down and they recondition you to deliver services that they need. Um, and you are, you're, you're a family, right? They, they condition you mm-hmm, to be mm-hmm. in a band of, you know, like the it's term brainwashing. Brothers, I mean, I right? find it, it I, 
I think it's a bit of brainwashing mixed with patriotism and that sort of thing. And a lot of people, sure. I, I mean, that's me and I'm not but, begging well, on what you've done for your country. I'm so proud of no. you. And, and being a woman, I, I, it's easy for me to say because we're not forced or conscripted or anything. He, he went there yeah. to, oh, these. Zoom is happy with us. They've removed our time yes. limit. So Thank go you. on. No, they like your story. He went, he went to the war because he was he needed to provide exactly. For sister, so exactly. I mean, yeah. So good for you. Like as it, and I'm not being facetious. I'm 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 no, happy that fine. you did that's it. Fine. Yeah, I know. I know. So so um I, um so there was there were several different you know current traumas that came from that because um it, it, the element of taking. Uh, taking a team of team of people who were specialists like they were these were talented talented individuals again we all had this kind of jarhead mentality at the time i mean i was about what 22 maybe at the at that time so i was still quite young but i had men reporting to me and it was and it you know it makes me think well it made you a man kind mm -hmm, of thing mm -hmm. but you know because there's, there's a there's a whole kind of masculinity around it and mentality around it but anyway but losing nine men was a problem for me because i i could never um we tried our best but we just couldn't remain dead home with mm -hmm. us mm -hmm. and that's a, and that's a problem because then i had to come home to the uk and explain to their parents oh. yeah why i left why i left their sons or yeah, brothers of or fathers you know in in afghanistan and and that's that's really hard to deal with yeah um, but but the, the army puts you through that because they feel that it's character building. Oh, there's a lot around that. Okay, we can we, we could we could debate that till the till the, the cows come home. But at the time, everything made sense. The logic was sound, and I was traumatized. So I was just doing whatever I needed to do to kind of come home and and, and deal with that. Um, and and it it leaves it leaves you with a lot of PS, PTSD. Uh, there's there's yeah, a lot of, of post-traumatic stress. Yeah. Um, and, and and there's a lot of and that has on that had ongoing effects with the rest of my activities. They, well, we know somebody so who's offering. Well, we know somebody. Don't worry, who's offering um, <laughs> off, off the record help? Oh, this person that we both know. Um, was also involved in some sort of war. Apparently, we don't we don't know if that's completely true. And this person is offering counseling to ex uh, service people, and we just we laugh about it all the time because th that person oh. is so underqualified, such a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, um, I do have a quick. Other than that, yeah, did you have you gotten help? I mean, are there in the in where <laughs> you are and in the UK? Are there is there support for servicemen returning from war? Um, no, okay. not really. Um, and when, when my, uh, when my term of office came to a close with the, with the British, with British forces, um, th there wasn't much rehabilitation at that time. Was it just like, um, okay, thanks for your service. Bye. Absolutely. Oh. And, and I, and I, and I know, and I, I know a lot of brothers and a lot of guys who came home same time as me um and they they came home and they hit the bottle or they hit the drink they mm -hmm. hit the drugs they end up selling firearms because it's all, it's all they know they end up becoming 
I don't know, fucking bodyguards or people, or they end up becoming bouncers in clubs. Yeah. And, and the thing is, they, they, they antagonize other people so they can just beat the shit out of people. That's, that was, yeah, you know, and, that and that's, that's what happens with broken, angry men. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. exactly what happens. Yeah, of course it does. Um, and the other half ended up either dead from suicide or in prison. Because oh they, they just did something stupid. And then know? I'm sure I, there's the, cho- the the few who managed to, without any support from anyone, get their lives together and move on. You know, someone like you. That's so. exactly right. So, yeah, yeah. But that's a minority. So, yeah, exactly. But it, it, yeah, I, 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 so when I came home, um, when I came home, I'd done seven missions. Um, and I was, I, I was kind of, labeled as a not 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 a veteran but i was i was labeled as a a fairly active uh member in in in, yeah. in in the army and then i was and then i was invited to come out and do some missions again in afghan um but you for some peace, peacekeeping well there were peacekeeping missions yeah. so i accepted um mm-hmm. what i didn't know was that they would lead me into um a path that i took which ultimately ended up me um, moving into international government enforcement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I, I then, so it, it was kind of almost like a litmus test, and they were testing if I would come back out for missions, seeing if I still had the appetite for it, um, seeing if I still had the aptitude, um, and then these became solo solo missions at that point, okay. solo investigations. Um, okay. Yeah, and so I was given I was given several different options at that time, and they they started to help me with schooling because I was really nice. I really wanted to get back into schooling, and they gave they gave me studies. So they put me into uh, Cornell. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I studied I studied um, data technology law mm-hmm. and um, privacy law at that point, and graduated. Cool. And that was a really that was a really high point for me. That was that 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 kind of suggested to me that there were other options available, you know, not yeah. just, not just what I was doing. Your head, um, whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah. So, so, um, and, and then I went on to study more criminology, mm-hmm. um, and psychology and, and that, that kind of manifests itself into becoming more about the uh, investigative, investigative, investigative work I then yeah. became part of. Mm. Um, so then I, then, I kind of moved from the technical side more into the ops tactical investigation work. Um, and I was part of a team unit that used to investigate um, uh, child vice cases. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, okay. yeah. Well, from your story, <laughs> I have a couple questions. Yeah. So, sure, of course. If you don't mind. Um, of course, go for it. So I noticed that you were mes- uh, mentioning brothers, men, fathers. How many yeah. women? Uh, or not how many? I don't need a number. Were there lots of women serving with you? Besides, no, you? no, okay. they, they were they were a minority. And and to, to be honest with you, I at the time, you know, bec- because I had three sisters at home, mm-hmm. I really felt sorry for them because they were they were treated like men. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then, and then, and being around men, that you you had to be really, as a woman, you had to be really ballsy and mm-hmm. confident to deal with a whole like a bunch of Neanderthals around you. Yeah, as a as a woman, you know, and it, and it really the jokes and the jibes and the jabs, they got really extreme from time to time. 
Did they and have an outlet? Not, did they did they have a, a a hierarchy that they could complain to? Would anything happen? Uh, not not back in those days, really. Fine. I think it's mm -hmm. different now, but but back then it was pretty much you know she'd she'd probably take them on in a, in a boxing fight or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what about people of color, men or women? Uh, yeah, yeah, one or two, but again, really, was it that low? Is, yeah. I mean, it's a, to be completely honest, joining any type of military, well, in England, not any other countries mm. is voluntary. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want to, you that's don't right. have to, you know, and that's, that's exactly, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. fine. Um, yeah. I have just one more question, uh, two more, sorry. Mm -hmm. When someone dies in combat, do they do the same thing that they do in like, you know, US films where they like fold up this flag and then bring it to the house or bring like a telegram to say like oh i'm sorry your husband died and run away what happens here so uh, um sorry in the uk in the uk so in it so in the uk um there's one there's one thing that happens if you're if you're the family of uh an armed forces member um as soon as <laughs> As soon as the truck pulls up and two dressed uniform officials okay. come to your door and it's not, it's, it's not a member of your family, mm -hmm. you know, you know, what's going to, you know, which I think, um, so my mom, so my maternal father, my maternal grandfather, I never met him. He, uh -huh. um, during world war two, they lived in Northern England, in Northern England in Southport and he was a plumber. He was a master plumber. And so he was yeah. kept back from war to deal with the plumbing. Like if, if the city were to be bombed, he'd have to fix it all. Right. So oh, while yeah. he was involved, he just didn't go to war. Thank God. Mm. But I remember, um, the police showing up at the door in Canada. So the RCMP showed up at the door in Canada to tell my mom that her d dad had died. And I never really found out if it was because he was a serving member, because it's Commonwealth, but we're not that linked. Right. And um, yeah. I don't know if that's a normal thing. I just kind of brought that up out of nowhere. But I, I just, you know, when you see in the in US films, it's like they walk up, they have this flag. Or what, I think the flag's at the funeral, but like two people walk sure. up and they're like, hello, yeah. and they give them a the telegram. Yeah. 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 Um, and then one more question is, I don't know if you've heard, but in Iraq in 2006, in a place called Mamudaya, Mamudaya, um, uh -huh. there was, so what I really wanted to ask was, did you ever come into contact with US soldiers? Because in 2006, there was a set of murders called the Al-Janabi Al murders in very Al rural Iraq, where mm -hmm. soldiers murdered and assaulted they assaulted the daughter of the family and then murdered the entire yeah. family and then set them on fire yeah. to hide their yeah. actions um now i feel very strongly about a americans at this very moment and not all of them obviously and b i think that they um a lot of americans join any military for the wrong reasons i think it's more about yeah. bravado as opposed to yeah. anything else and this displaced sense of patriotism um yeah but when you came into contact with any U.S. soldiers, did you guys get along? I mean, did like, you know, did, <laughs> were they nice or were they just jarheads, literally just kind of showing off their muscles? And I, I don't expect you to, you know, rag on them specifically, but I'm specifically asking because this set of people raped and murdered a family yeah. um, because of, I, I, out I, of boredom. I, that, that's exactly right. So, so there's yeah. there's an element, especially especially when I was in active duty, um, 
the the mentality of of jarheads generally is mm -hmm. really neanderthalic there's, yes. there's there's not much about it it's a bravado it's about you know having testosterone pumping through your veins doing something that really makes you feel like a man having this kind of you know, having this kind of um, superiority complex over actually defeating an opponent, all of that. All There's of that obviously an undertone there. of racism. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Mm -hmm. But I, I think there's, I think there's an undertone of sadism as well. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And that's um, not only Americans. That's yeah. That's across the. That's across the globe. Mm -hmm. um, so, so like what, what my, my encounters with Americans has been very, very um, placid. Yeah. Um, I think the, 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 the time that sticks out in my mind was that uh, when we had allied, when we were doing allied missions with them, um, we had a green card or a green card was given to certain members because the American base had a fucking McDonald's, yeah. fucking KFC, yeah. Starbucks. They had fucking everything, right? Yeah. And we had a fucking canteen. Yeah, totally. We had a canteen with like dumplings and Earned brew, however you say it. Yeah, shit. totally. It's just like, it's like really bad. So we used to have boxing matches so that we could win the green, the green cards oh. to go and eat with the Americans. Cool. Mm -hmm. That's not uh, bad. Let's be honest. I lost a few teeth. <laughs> but anyway, that's another, oh, well. that's another story. At least you got free um, medical. But, yeah. So I, I, speaking of that, I was, I was lost in the desert for a few days and I had toothache. Mm -hmm. And I had, uh, all I had was a bottle of whiskey and uh, a wine bottle opener. In the no, you didn't. No, you didn't. So, can you guess what I did? I can uh, yes. only think about it and I don't want to. <laughs> now Jay's going to barf up her eggs and tomato. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> wow, thanks for that. How, That's a beautiful how, picture. How did you have a bottle of whiskey and a wine bottle open in the middle of... Exactly. Scottish and Irish. From. Let's just say that. <laughs> the, 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 the whiskey was contraband and the, the wine opener was part of my Swiss Army knife. So. No, the wine opener was in case of emergency. You know, those in case of emergency, break this. That's what yeah. that was. And it was an emergency. So did, you, yeah. did you drink the whiskey first and then knock it yeah. out? Oh. No, 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 so I, so I, I, so I, I drank the whiskey and then I screwed the... Oh. Open it into the into the tooth, the canal, and then I pulled it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fun, awesome. Oh, Thanks. And then I then I had then I had to drink the rest of the whiskey to pass out. Yeah, so I don't blame I you. Feel, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, in that in that vein, literally, how what's the most remote place that you've traveled to, either within your army career or out of it? Um, Borneo. Ooh, you know my dad? He used to call my mom a wild woman from Borneo. Oh. Is that, oh, not, wow. the most, is that not the most random? That's yeah, very he's abstract. Jerk. He's a jerk. Um, uh, the most like random comment you'd ever make. I'm not even going to say it's like a diss because I'd love to be a wild woman in Borneo. Borneo. Me too. But um, imagine like out of everywhere and everything, that's what you, you know, just call her a bitch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but not not literally but sorry that reminded me so borneo that sounds fun ish it, it, it 
it wasn't. But about the food, though. You know, my thing is, is whenever people are like, oh, you know, I was in like fucking Timbuktu. It's like, yeah, but how was the food? Yeah. Okay. Be- before before we discuss Borneo, I'll say um, the other most rem- the, the other most farthest place I've been is a a small island off Thailand called Kojam in the north. Okay. Tojam. Co Kojam. Oh, okay. Damn it. They they missed what there. And it was um it's K K H O D J A O N I think it is. And it, but it, it's it's an island. It has literally um sixteen people on it. Um and, they've and you live you? you live in a little hut and then you go to beach. Mm-hmm. And the water is just so clear, and the sand is white, and and and. Were you there on holiday? Um, I was there on respite. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, in regards to peacekeeping, uh, and I'm mm. I'm only asking this because Jay's from Argentina. Any yeah. travel to the Falklands for peacekeeping? Because you were not old enough to be there in 1982. A and mm-hmm. B. How do you feel about the Falklands? Jay is intrigued. <laughs> Who do you think they belong to? <laughs> they already voted. They belong to the UK. Yeah, because they're all English. <laughs> Who else? What are they going to vote? They want to use the pound. I wonder how are much it costs English? someone. No, but how much do you think it costs someone on the Falkland Islands for like a pint of milk? It's probably like 17 pounds. I don't know. Wow, that's a major because, cost to live in that. Let is, me tell Jesus. you, because up in like Northwest Territories and Nunavut in Canada, like the, the, the northern bits, it costs so much for people to bring stuff up. And obviously they're not self-sufficient. It's cold all the time. And so yeah. literally a pint of milk is like $20. And these people oh, are not wow. rich. They are uh, Aboriginal, uh, sorry, First Nations. You know, they're trying to make a living. Yeah. They're trying to do their own thing. Yeah. And that yeah. diapers are like $50 for kids now piece so i'm expecting it to be similar on the falklands because they're going to get if they get stuff from argentina they're going to be majorly taxed oh i have here so milk regular one liter one pound fifty oh how do they get it so cheap i wonder i don't know this is the cost of living in falklands island falklands islands wow and look, Falklands Islands. Cappuccino is more expensive, three pounds fifty. What is cappuccino? cappuccino. Oh, please! Oh, you walk into shit. Costa, it's like seven pounds. Right. What the fuck? Maybe this is wrong. Where, Where do they get it from? Do you think they get from? it? Do you think they get the stuff sent in from the UK, or do you think they get the stuff from Argentina? Do you think it's in Spanish, or do you think it's in English? It's in English. Mm. <laughs> Hmm. It's pounds. It says pounds. No, but I mean on the thing. Does it say leche or does it say milk? Milk. Very interesting. <laughs> uh, the, the thing is, it's not, interesting enough, um, when I spent time off mission, mm-hmm. um, the, there's a, the, the UK has a British army camp in Gibraltar. Oh, they had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A camp mm-hmm. in Gibraltar. And I, mm-hmm. you, know, you know the history behind Gibraltar, yep. right? So it's yeah, time similar, peninsula, and it? Yeah. Similar. And that they're fighting, you know, they're fighting with Spain over who has... <laughs> a rock. You know, ownership. Yeah. A rock. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It is a fucking rock. But they I had know. a it's contract there. It is, and it it is two and a half kilometers squared. I know. Right? <laughs> it is know. nothing. And it's not yeah. 1758 anymore. Nobody's going to come 
right. attack us no with their fleet. Shit. You know? Exactly. Speaking but of, the thing is, the can, I just, sorry, can I just bring something up quickly? I recently sure. watched a film called Master and Commander, uh, something, 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 blah, 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 oh, with yes. Russell Crowe. Russell it's Crow. really good. It was the first time I saw it. So yeah, anyway, it is. watch it. It's about a. a it's a awesome. Ship. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it okay. is. It's anyway. really cool. Yeah. Sorry. And he is awesome in it. Yeah. I love him. That was his gladiator time. So he was like, damn, Russell. Yeah. And now he's like phone throwing time. And it's like, no, that's like, damn, Russell, what you doing? So yeah. Gladiator is like my ultimate. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. 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 So, so sorry. Crow, did you say? What? Did you say fuck with Crow? No, I said Fucklands Island. Oh, Russell. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not making fun of you, Jay. I just no, love no, you no, no. We call them We call them Malvinas. Yeah, Isla they have Malvinas. a different name for them anyway. Malvinas? Yeah. Malvinas. Malvinas. Wow, okay. Um, yeah, that's exactly. awesome. I don't have anyone in my family who died in that war or even went to that war, so I Wait, don't were the Were Argentinians not, like, in a conscription situation or...? Because it was '82, we, so your dad was. We were, we were going through the um, dictatorship at that time. Oh. So Ava? they decided to. Um, yes, the one that came. There. What was the name? Um, can't remember. I'm not very good with history. From That's okay. Um, Videla, Videla. Okay, okay. Videla yeah. was mm -hmm. And they, they, a lot of people say that they kind of like bring up this war on us because they were killing people as well. They were making people disappear in the country which were opposing this dictatorship. Yeah. And they bring up this word just to make like a smoke curtain on those mm -hmm. allegations. Yeah. And yeah. we didn't even have an army. The people that went into the war were 18, 17 years old boys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was really sad. I don't know. That's my sad. dad was in the was in the army at that time because it was mandatory. Yeah. He had to do. So he was. Yes, it was mandatory. But he was working um, as the helper of a doctor or something like that. Okay, he cool. Kind of like he was lucky. Your dad he does, lucky. but he does that. Like, didn't didn't he didn't he help? What's her name? My Linda? dad told me that once he. He because he was helping this doctor in the army, he saw women getting abortions and stuff like that. So, oh my god! Wait, where? Yeah. In Argentina. During the war. Yeah, I don't know if it was during the war. I remember he told me that story, and I was like, "What? What? That?" He was like, "Yeah, yeah, but don't tell anyone." So. Oh yeah, so tell everyone. <laughs> don't worry, nobody, <laughs> nobody knows his name. <laughs> don't worry <Yep. laughs> it's all right i'm red because i drank um okay so so i'm red because i got a fever <laughs> <laughs> you win you win um so right, <laughs> falkland you never told us how you feel about it do you think that the english should you know say it's been 38 years showing my it's age been born in 82. 38 years yeah <laughs> it's yeah. been 38 years but yeah they should it's about time isn't it like what are they it, doing it, it is it? about time yeah i, I think there's there's the, re the reasons and justifications for entering and going mm. into conflict are are there's there's a lot around that and, and like like we've just discussed i think there's um 
that there's more to it than, or there was more to it at the time, which mm-hmm. raised the conflict. And certainly as part of a dictatorship, the last thing a democratic conservative party in the UK would have wanted is yeah. to have Thatcher buckle under the whims yes. of a dictator. She would, mm-hmm. you know, the Iron Lady would never have had that. Oh, so okay. she's not for turning. Right? Okay. So, Oh, yes, exactly. You totally. So, so there's a lot. <laughs> so, so that would. So that that that's kind of you know, done and done. You can draw draw lines with that. But yeah. In terms of now, I think um, there is nothing with the stabilization and certainly um, with, with the stabilization of the country and with its own economy and with any kind of political dy- dynamicism that's going on there. I think it's time. Yeah. And I think it's time that the U.S. gave fucking Alaska back to the Canadians because it's fucking theirs. Fucking A. Fucking A. A? That's it. That's it. Yeah, Um, that's it. Totally. Okay. So I did. I totally asked you something. And while you're answering, I totally diverted your question. So in the Moravian mountain range, if it's even a range, Uh um, Uh it's not like the Andes. Okay. People don't eat each other when they crash, Um, which is my favorite. (laughs) Let's be honest. I'm obsessed with a lot. That's that's what, that's what you think. (laughs) (laughs) That It is Eastern Europe. Oh, that's what you do for survival. (laughs) I'm kidding. I love it. It's my favorite. Stay stay safe. (laughs) Stay safe. Rule of six. Um, so, so in uh, in the country or area where you live at the moment, how's it going with uh, LGBT? So you're not in Poland, but in Poland there I'm has not. been. Let's not even talk about what Poland they're doing. You know, gay-free zones and that sort of thing. That's Screw right. them. Fuck mm-hmm. them. Okay. Yep. They've yep. been put mm-hmm. through so much, and I know they were Jewish poles, but at the same time, you'd think mm. that the Polish would remember that only. 70 years ago people in yeah. the country were being killed in you know don't, don't throw stones in glass houses exactly basically. people forget yeah. very easily exactly well the right mm-hmm. wing does right so. um so equality lgbt rights and obviously uh nigel farage is foaming at the mouth about uh illegal illegal apparently immigration um what yeah. are mm. people making it to where you are uh remember the syrian syria crisis however many years ago, I mean, recently, did anyone make it to there? So, so we, um, the army was involved in the zero tolerance of immigrant uh, crossing, crossing borders. I, however, was involved in some of the um, European legislation that was passed for the, for the want of a better word, the shanty towns that were created in yeah. Germany oh, to yeah. house close to three and a half million immigrants oh, um, and who, who actually still live there. Yeah, thank you, Germany. Thank you, Angela. Yeah, yeah. Another yeah. woman, another woman in charge. Uh, she got it right. That's anyway, it. go on. Also, it. she's like a quantum so, um, physicist, isn't she? So bring it. I love yeah, her. Something, something, yeah. Something like that, yeah. Um, so um, he, so um, around where I am, it was zero tolerance. And, and again, over, if you, if you go as far as the other sides of maybe Hungary and Romania, mm-hmm. I mean, they had, they had vigilante teams <gasps> who would literally murder and kill immigrants trying to get into the country. Again, it, it was really that, horrendous. You'd think that in a country like Hungary and 
uh, Romania who have been persecuted mm. for so long and treated like absolute shit by everyone else, they yeah. would remember how it feels to be persecuted exactly and right. maligned. But no, 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 indeed. I mean, so, not everybody. Uh, of course, was... I'm sure there are people that would have welcomed them. Were they able? But that's fine. Yeah, there's yeah. always the you know yeah. the other side. It's, um, but in terms of equality and diversity here, um, it's very low. It's it's hidden. Um, pride I'm... pride does take place here, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and we are active um, uh, counselors during Pride yep. uh, Week. Um, but um, that it, it's tolerated. Let's say that it's tolerated, mm. but but not um, celebrated. There's not. It's not celebrated. There we go. Oh. Yeah. So. I know I keep harping on it, but um, Justin Trudeau joins in pride marches every year, like Toronto and Vancouver. He goes and leads them. And of course the conservative uh, are like, "Eh, they've never joined. They've never even attended one, not even in the sidelines saying like, Hey, Um, how do you think that the leader of the current country you live in would ever join one? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's what I thought is. Yeah. Okay. Fair, fair enough. Uh, and, and so, so, so let, let me let me let me give some kind of statistics around that as well. Okay. The the, the population density of where I live um, is predominantly either retired or close to retirement. Is this where you currently live or where you work? So a village uh, or a live. metropolis? Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And, and but but they, that constitutes a large proportion of the population. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, so they are, they are anti-gay, they are anti-LGBT. They're boomers. Um, they're, yeah, right. <laughs> and, 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 and they want things to go back to the way they were mm-hmm. before the wall came down. The, it, the issue is they're boomers that were born either during or after or soon after the war. So they don't right, remember. Right, yeah. They have no idea exactly. what, what they have no idea what, what it's it like. What it like before to be, to, the war. Right. Right. And all they see is like these, you know, rose tinted glasses of it must have been so great. You know, there were no uh-huh. these people yeah. here. There were no this people. Yeah. It's like, yes, yeah. they were there. Yeah. They just yeah. weren't yeah. out and proud. But because they were exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, um, okay. but, but yeah, but we, but we do. Um, we do a lot of support counseling for mm-hmm. a number of uh, for especially especially the gay community in our area or our country. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We're, we're big. Um, we're we do a lot of uh, legal counseling, legal aid yeah. mm-hmm. uh, from my practice. Um, do they have, uh, are they protected by any laws or are they protected by any, um, anything? There's, there's a couple of, there's a couple of Senate extracts that were created, but it, it was kind of, it, it was kind of whatever was adopted at the, the, the European Court of Justice level, mm-hmm. the Supreme Court in, in Europe, um, whatever was passed down from there was, uh, I guess we should adopt this as well because, okay. you know, oh, kind of, of like, course. Yes. So, yes. So, yeah. You know, yeah. Well, like, good. And I mean, uh, if it's progress and even if it's forced on them, at least it's something. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Indeed. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 There, there, um, there'll come a time when it's, when it's more acceptable. It's just not now. Yeah. Um, another question is religion. How prevalent is it? Now I'm just going to say I've been to the capital and it's like Churchville, right? But this is, it's very, it is like historic Churchville. So it's not like yes. you're walking around, you see like St. Thomas's and then, oh, there's, you know, St. Hilda's no. or whatever. Um, no. how's, how, how prevalent is religion on work, 
social society no okay. no it's are there not. any rights are there any religious rights as in someone can't make a cake saying you know congratulations to the two misters or whatever. oh god no no that that would never be allowed i think the issue as well is in that country they want they need not need but they wouldn't care who they were making the cake for as long as they got paid for it mm. right they, they are they are exactly they are incredibly agnostic but it will end no atheist do you think it's the other people moving into the country that are trying <laughs> that are more religious from other countries from very religious countries and i'm talking catholicism mm -hmm. obviously um mm -hmm. do you yeah. think that they are kind of bringing things down or do you think that has no bearing on the country's religious i, I think re i i think i think religion is generally kind of sidelined at a, at, a, at, a, at a state level how'd they get I don't there think because they... i find that here in the uk well in ireland let's not even go there but i find like us uk <laughs> obviously south american and central american countries the religion is such a huge part but then when you go into eastern europe mm. where you think it will be like oh my oh god, god my, it's not my, my face my facebook feed is in the it's flooded with this um share this uh picture of uh Jesus, or you're going to help San Caetano and you're gonna get a job and blah 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 and i'm like what the fuck People, it's boomer <laughs> it's your dad it's your dad isn't it it's your dad, no, is it your dad? <laughs> no, it's because he's a boomer no. <laughs> so let me tell you i i'm part of a facebook group and it's called a group where we pretend to be boomers and under understand it's satire so a long name but it's really fun so it's a bunch of like 30 somethings teenagers who type in all caps they use a lot of dot dot dots we post stupid pictures of like our blurry face and say like look at my beautiful granddaughter, like Savannah spelt wrong. And like <laughs> a lot of, a lot of the people are American. And so they'll post stuff that they're like, ants are posting and stuff. And it'll be like, Trump is our savior. The Lord has sent him. And someone will have drawn Trump like this on like a cross. <laughs> it's hilarious. I mean, I'm not going to, I don't want an influx of joy of people joining because I, I, I post on there maybe twice a day and it's fun and I reply and we all reply as boomers and it's, so I'm like really into the boom, making fun of boomers and I don't care because my yeah. boomers. Yeah. and people say, like, where do you get, you know, sometimes there are posts out of character and it'll be that like, is, oh, that's my Facebook all the time. You need so to join the group, group and just put those so pictures that you see on it. And people will post and be like, God bless, God bless. Where are the minions? Because you know, boomers love minions. Yeah. It's all minions everywhere. Um, That's exactly right. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> Can I just bring up something else quickly sure. uh, before mm -hmm. I forget? So I told Steve -O about this. Uh, Jay, I don't know if I told you. You follow Humans of New York, right? On Facebook, Jay? You're the type. You and I like kind of like the same things. It's that guy who goes and just takes pictures of people in New York and then like there's a story with it. No, I, anyway, I'm, I'm very out of social media lately. Okay. Follow <laughs> Humans of New York on Facebook, because at the moment, so maybe a year ago, there was a picture of this lady, and she's like, oh, I used to be a stripper named Tangeray, blah, 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 and everyone like fell in love with her because she was hilarious. So it yeah. turns out that Brandon, the photographer, the, 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 the face behind the site um, and the group, he, uh, he's been he's been interviewing her since then, and he was going to make a podcast about it. Uh, it turns out that she's fallen ill really ill uh body like uh, health-wise not covid related and so he said i don't have the time mm. to do a podcast i'm i'm going to 
put up a bunch of posts and I think there will be 30 in total. I think he's on 15. So every couple of hours he does like a post on Facebook about it and you can read her story. And I am, I literally sit and wait for my Facebook feed to refresh so I can read. She was a, she was a go-go dancer in New York. Her mom did this. She was pregnant. She was sent to jail. She was this and that. Her story is so interesting. And there's, uh, there's a fundraiser behind it because uh, in the U S obviously uh, medical is not covered. And because of her, jobs in the past she doesn't qualify for any state aid or medicaid or anything mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um so brandon was trying to raise like i think 200 grand or something it's now at like 1.1 million dollars that people have raised for her wow. and they're not just giving her money they're paying her for her story so had she released a book had they released a podcast they would have had uh people advertising on it so they would have made money and so mm-hmm. what yeah. the the main guy said he's like i'm, I'm not going to do any of that but if you like her story why don't you like throw some dollars her way so mm-hmm. i i yeah. I really ask everyone to read it because their stories, they're ridiculous, but you can, you know, they're true, but it's just like, I've yeah, never. Is yeah. this lady Stephanie? Yes. yes One of Stephanie. my best customers was a go-go dancer named Vicky. Vicky mm-hmm. was a blonde hair. Oh, she, she was like talking about the temptations, about she names people, she names and shames. So, um, yeah, anyone who's listening, just just if you have a minute, it's not quite, okay. he hasn't put posted them all up, he's posting them every, every while to make it, you know, last, but yeah, read mm. through it. It's intriguing. I am, I'm at like at the end of my seat trying to read it. It's really good. Okay, so, we'll do yeah. segue. Um, so I have a quick, because the last time we had a guest on, it was our lovely friend Mumi. And we um, mm-hmm. were discussing her husband's, you know, latest project. So um, this is photography stuff. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and do we have an update on that? <laughs> do you have an update I, on I that? I subscribe. I, I listen. Have you rated? <laughs> I have. Okay, good. Um, any update on that, Jay? Or can you provide one next week? Jay? The, um, uh, on what? The, is it continuing the, to film? The land? Going well? Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is that at the moment, apparently, they're going to close the Aconcagua um, um, mountain because of all the COVID situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Does it melt? Yes. And are there like lovely waterfalls in the summer, or does it? No, not no, melt? no. Just rivers. You get the river, okay. Mendoza okay. River, full of water, where you can go and do rafting. No, yeah, but the thing fun. is that they, they're planning on closing the. Um, the thing is that Argentina now is in the shit like that literally and it's hard to maintain these um places when there's no income coming from yeah, of course nowhere. of course so of course yeah, yeah, yeah so and they weren't in the best is, economic situation beforehand either yeah nah. <laughs> nah. so so yeah so they were talking about closing them because they don't have people yeah yeah rescue. yeah okay Ah, uh, fair enough. Somebody gets yeah, stuck up yeah. there. So they're talking about that. So I don't know what's going to happen. So we are just seeing. Okay. And last week he was very ill. Oh, no. So, yeah. So he, now he, 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 he gave COVID-19 negative, but he okay. was like really ill. So he had to self-isolate. Oh. And he was like off work. Oh, so Mumi was with the two kids for a while? They were the four of them because... <gasps> Oh, of course. Just in case. Okay. Well, thanks. So for that. yeah. So that's where we are at the moment. We are waiting to see what happens um, and how this evolves in Argentina because the president also has given them another uh, fifteen days of quarantine. So okay. this is the only country in the world, I think, that they have been two hundred days in quarantine. 
What are the cases like? Yes. They don't have many. They have only had like. Well, so it works. So it works. I mean, no, I know it, it sucks, but. It's going to now. It's going to a point where um, it's getting out of control because people is desperate to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Need the money. Yeah. So when they start going out, now the cases are the the, the cases are. Yeah. Okay. Um, rising again. Rising, it's like so. a catch twenty two. What are they supposed to do? I feel really bad for them. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? In Argentina, they are donating plasma, which is your blood. To make money. Blood. No, 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 to save other people with COVID-19. Good, because you could sell your plasma in Canada and the U.S., by the way. You can sell it. Yeah, yeah, people pay Well, for no, they're giving it for free. If you had COVID-19, people nice. just giving Great. it for free. Good. Well, don't give them the idea because they're going to start charging for it. <laughs> 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 okay, I'm not, I didn't say that. Um, okay, so I came up with something that maybe whenever we have someone Chang, on, Chang. We, can, yeah, yeah. we can do, we can have this. So I've, I've come up with some quick fire questions. Now, I haven't even revealed them to Jay. So I'm going to ask both of you these. Um, wow. There will be two options. Mm. And um, I want you to, as quick as you can, answer. I don't want you to go, oh, but, well, what if I did this? No, I don't care. So, um, masks or no masks? Masks. Masks. Nicola Sturgeon, yes or no? What? No. Nicola Sturgeon, yes or no? Nicola, Scotland, our friend. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's a yes and a no. Uh, we'll have to talk about that, Steve-O. Anyway, oh. Guinness, Guinness or Stella? Oh, Stella. Okay. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Dogs. Round Earth or Flat Earth? Round. NASA or Space Force? NASA. <laughs> Space Force, come on. <laughs> uh, Boris or Kier? Kier, Car. I don't know how to say his name. Kier? Christina. <laughs> <laughs> Boris or Kier? Who is Kier? Kier Starmer. Is that how you say it? Kier? Kier Star the head of the labor the oh. labor dude. Oh the labor. Yeah. Oh, oh but I thought where is my my pal? Um what was his name? Jeremy's gone, man. I Corbin. We love Corbin. We love Corbin and Sturgeon, so remember that. What um, happened with him? Okay. Once he's, he's still an MP for whatever, wherever he lives. Uh, is like Yeah, he's still he's still for cons constitution. Yeah, yeah he's just making like cheese and jam at home. We love him. Yeah. We love him. Um, and <laughs> of course, labor, labor, but I don't know if I like this gear. Me neither. I'm just watching a picture. Know. He looks very, you know, looks, posh. Okay, this is going to sound really bad. Does he not look like a German Nazi SS soldier? <laughs> just purely in his face and hair he has like this puffed up hair thing and i'm just like don't do that what if you re if you rearrange his name it, it creates an anagram of heimlich Gustav. no it doesn't <laughs> did you say Gustav? <laughs> you never know did you say Gustav? <laughs> Kunstav. oh i thought you said gustav and i was like well he's a dick then because i know a gustavo so does jay mm. and he's a piece of garbage yeah. anyway and we yeah, share ex, the last name. Okay, so here's one. Um, if you, there, I was going to say Trump or Biden, but if anybody said Trump, I would just end the call right now. So um, I'm not even going to ask that. But um, okay, here's one. If you could have dinner with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? Not why, who? First person, Chris you have two now. seconds. Elvis! Who? Chris? Elvis. Chris? 
Elvis and Chris, Chris Cornell. Cornell. Wow, we got two mm. musicians. Yeah. Ah, well, okay. I think that should be fun, you know? Good fun, music. Dude, Elvis would be awesome, actually. Can you okay. imagine? He'd be just so laid back and like, yeah, give me some burgers. Uh -huh. Yeah, he'd be marrying a 12-year-old, the piece of shit. But anyway. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, but those were other times. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, it's fine then. Um, but... <laughs> Whatever, she was so pretty. And I'm not, that, three, not that that so was an if excuse. I, if, but... I, if, I, if I have dinner with Elvis now, you're it will old. be legal. You're too old. Because I'm 33. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but how gorgeous was Priscilla Presley? Not when she was 15. I'm saying when she was legal in 19, that woman. And then lately, oh my God, did you hear who died? Jackie Stallone. Hey, Jackie. Oh, I love Jackie Stallone because I love Sly as yeah. well. Um, yeah. So that was sad. That was sad. And then, of course, Ruth Bader Ginsburg this week. Like, I can't. I can't. Uh, that's a major loss. That really is a major loss. The fact that they're going to push through a new nomination, it. I am so irate that I don't. I, there's. I don't know what to do with my anger, and I don't think it's healthy. And I think yeah. I'm just like going to combust because I'm so angry. And imagine how angry the Americans are. Well, the normal well, ones. Well, the normal ones, yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, um, it, and... It's, that's okay. that's going to go crazy, though. <sighs> okay. I, 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 okay. I, yeah, I think it's going to go... If Trump doesn't win, something's going to happen. If Trump wins, yeah. something's going to happen. Uh -huh. yeah. So I just... Anyway, I have one last question I'm for you both. I'm happy to oh. be away. I'm happy to be far, far away. I know. From we're there. in a shitty situation <laughs> yeah. too, but at least we're not there. Um, yeah. How would your parents describe what you do for a... Sorry, Steve-O. You know what? How would your no, sisters... Come on. Let's do it. Let's do okay, it. Okay. No, how would on. your parents... How would boomer parents, not necessarily yours, describe <laughs> what you do for a living? Wow. Gritty, gritty. <laughs> Mine would be like, she plays on the computer all day. I don't know what she's doing. I think mine would say that I have a little, they would say I have a little square box attached to my ear all day. <laughs> Please tell me you have a Bluetooth and a late 2000s Bluetooth headset constantly. Oh, dude, and your, your, awesome. your phone hanging off your belt loop. <laughs> holster style baby <laughs> yeah with a holster of course yeah and a belt buckle my dad uh, would be that, yeah. <laughs> oh hold on i'm on a call <laughs> sorry my dad i think that my dad he he wouldn't i don't know he's very my dad has this kind of like romanticism idea in the mind and he'll be like, she's doing whatever makes her happy. And I'll be like, no, Aww. I'm not Aww, doing what makes that me happy. Nice. I'm doing what is giving me money. <laughs> but that's but really sweet. Like that. Are you happy? Are you happy though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. No comment. Yeah, no comment. That's, yeah, that that it's says weird. a lot right there. It's, it's, it's just weird because before going into all this lockdown thing where we have been put aside of everything, just, yeah, after everything, I was kind of happy with my job, you know? I was like enjoying it, learning something new because it involves a lot of um, going to see people and suppliers and blah, 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 blah. So it was kind of fun. But now that I'm sitting here in front of a spreadsheet 24-7, I'm like, is this really fun? Like, am I having a blast? Is this 
you know, like, is this what I want to do until I die? And well, I don't know. If you ask me now, what would I like until I die? I will, I will buy a farm, raise my cows, get my Now goat. she's copying me. Now she's copying me. See, I said I wanted not in Peru. A, I I'm want not going to Peru. a farm in Peru. And now this one's copying me. I'm not going me. to Peru. Oh, where are you gonna go, going Chile? to go, Chile? No. Paraguay? Coastwoods, Coastwoods. Oh, you'll stay here? Coastwoods. <laughs> yeah, Berkshire. <laughs> you'll live beside Kate, Kate's mom. <laughs> Making the cows. <laughs> Is that how you do it? <laughs> <laughs> FYI, I also don't, Estevo, if you don't know, Jay is has a degree in winemaking. I have forgotten uh, most From of Argentina. That, She's an onologist. Is that how you say it? Onologist. Onologist. Yes, so, Jay, I think you need to come and visit, uh, you need to come and visit me. Eastern Europe. So in Eastern Europe, because there's, um, we're only, I think we're only about 40% through my life story. But anyway, um, oh, because I, I, I do, I, I, I think have, we're going to do a part I, two. Uh, okay. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah. I think we, I think um, we're going to have to. Because um, I, I have, I have vineyards, let's just say that. Are you calling me to make wine? <laughs> oh no, he's um, not going to pay you. He just wants you to make it. Beep, beep, beep. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, I have one last question. I have one last question, sure. actually. And you better sure. answer right. If you don't answer it correctly, you're, you're kicked off this call. Star uh, Wars okay. or Star Trek, the next generation? Dude, Star Wars. Star Wars. I'm sorry, no? guys. I gotta go. <laughs> I cannot be on the same call as two degenerates as yourselves. Make it so. Are you trying to, are you trying to so. eat? Make it so. What kind of bullshit is that? Currently? I have a t-shirt that says Cadet, my surname, from Starfleet Academy. Okay. I am... No way. Oh, God. I, Riker is, like, literally the love of my life. I had a major crush on Riker growing up. And, like, I was 12 and he was God knows how. I, I was upset. I was going to marry William Riker. Okay, and you're talking, and you were discussing the age of, um, of uh, Marie Presley. Elvis and Marie. Did Riker yeah, yeah. come to my house and ask my mom if I could marry him when I was 12? No. This was a childhood fantasy. <laughs> it wasn't the opposite. An adult fantasy with a child, okay? What, what if that happened? You know, like, go back to that situation. What would have happened if you meet this guy, you're on your 12s, and then this guy fell in love with you? He's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> in your 12s. How, how do you think that that will have worked out? You know what I mean? Like, do you, can you imagine? I don't think my parents would have signed, would have let me get the release papers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd hope not. Imagine. Take her. Take her. Ugh, gross. I was the youngest of five and they were running out of cash. No, um, Okay, fine. I'll have to think about it. But uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation is a masterpiece in in cinematics. So it's on Netflix UK, FYI. So you can watch from the beginning. Okay, I'll I'll give it a go. There's like twenty yeah. seasons or whatever. It's like The Simpsons. It went on forever. <laughs> yeah, it's ever. It did. Yeah, that's I exactly love The right. Simpsons. Oh God. Well, huge fun. 
I um, there's some reminders that I want. Oh, go ahead, Stevo. You were going to speak. I was clearing my throat. Oh, okay. So. Sorry. <laughs> um, it was very loud. Can you just try to be quiet? Um, so, in closing, what we want to do. <laughs> sorry, someone is having some issues on the call. Uh, we want to remind Americans to vote. Get out and fucking vote. I don't care how you have to do it. If you have to stand in line, That's get your it. mask on, yeah, bring a camping vote. chair. I don't, I'm not even going to tell you who to vote for because I, I wouldn't ever dare to, but just vote, like get out and vote. Yeah. If you think you can't, make sure you can't, like make sure yeah. you absolutely can't because you might be able to and you just aren't aware because I find that uh, uh, the country likes to keep people in the dark about things and it's mm -hmm. not very easy yeah. to find yeah. answers sometimes. So <clears throat> um, also I want to remind, yeah. oh, go ahead. Okay. No, I wanted to say that I have registered myself to vote in the UK and I Yay! did vote for the mayor of London. And then yeah. I also voted for the Italian um, elections to remove to remove half of the of the parliamentary uh, yeah, the right uh, parliamentary wings. staff. Do you know why yeah. I have you know why I, I haven't? Oh, you go. Oh my no. god. Do you know why I have it? Because I have to go to the consulate in london i have to tell them i live here now i have to fill out that i a form a i r e then it will take them seven months to to do anything because they take forever this was non-covid it'll take them maybe a year now to do anything and come on so what i get at home is my mom's mess sends me a message you got your voting papers from italy and it, what they sent me is a train ticket from oh yes from too. wherever to padova to vote and i'm like okay they always send you a free train ticket. Yes, and it's four it's cool. euros eighty. Mine. It was for four euros eighty because it says at the bottom, uh, it covers. But they're the spend, They're wasting money. But they see that our address is not. They see our address is not in Italy, so they're spending four four dollar four euro eighty or five billion liras. Remember when you went and liras, you'd get like for one pound, wow. you'd get like sixty thousand lira. It was ridiculous. But yeah. anyway, um, yeah. they're spending this money to send us these train tickets when A, we're not coming, and B, what they think I'm going to fly to Italy from Vancouver, where I live, because that's where they think but I live. You, there you have your answer. Because but they're they wasting money. In the expenses. No, because it's just uh, the postage thing. So they just get the postage um, stamp, and that's it. The rest, you yeah, don't but use it. Is it. Cute. So, and it they is go, cute. Oh, yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. But it is cute. You get a little, literally, you get a train ticket. Every Absolutely. Time. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Um, are you still registered to vote in Scotland? Or sorry, the UK? Oh, God, no. No, no, no. no. Can you have dual citizenship where you live now? Are you allowed? I cannot. Hmm. No. So I had to give up, up my British passport. Oh. Well, it's going to be blue now, you know. That's what we fought for. That's what we voted for. So we could get a nice blue passport. <laughs> yeah. Good luck to you. <laughs> I've got three. I've got Canadian, Italian, and UK and British. So they can, wow. you know, what is it? Take Something my pick. grits. Yes, yeah, it. exactly. They can suck an egg for all I care. Um, but I'm not going to Italy. That's that's not happening. No. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, so there was that, and then there was um, Brits, fellow Brits. In the UK, the entire UK, we need to fight the government's plan to break international law and to protect our Irish brethren from having a hard border divide the country even further than it's already divided. Um, this can't happen. And I love how the EU is sanctioning. And I love how even the US government is saying if the 
if UK breaks this, we will not have a trade agreement with them. That they yep. don't, you know, and it's not the Republicans saying it, it's like Nancy Pelosi, who people can think however they want of her, but they were so integral in getting that Good Friday agreement in place, the US, that, okay. Nancy is so fancy. You mean like fancy Nancy? Nancy is so fancy. No, no, she's good. Yeah, I like her. How about what she ripped that thing yeah. up behind Trump when he was talking? Totally. That's but exactly. what yeah. the fuck have they been doing recently? What have the Democrats been um, doing? Fuck all. Laws are being broken. Shit's happening. Uh, martial law is in play in some cities. And all of they're course. doing is, yeah. can the president please stop? Get your ass off your fucking chair and do something. I don't really get it. What well, they're in power for that reason. So, so that's 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 the whole point, right? Is that um, you, you have you have uh, uh, you you have a a figurehead like Trump, mm -hmm. who is doing all these insane, making these insane outrageous statements, to the point of not being fit for office, mm -hmm. and yet he is still in office. He's been impeached. Mm. What the fuck? Exactly. And, he, and an impeached you, president is allowed to pick the next Supreme Court judge? What the <laughs> fuck is this? Yeah, yeah of course. Absolutely. Like, what fuckery is happening? But anyway. So, so that, that's the whole point. So you, you, it, makes you, it makes you question the whole It's deflection, I think, as well. The, yeah, yeah. Yes. There's some other stuff's going on, I think, behind the scenes. And it's nothing we right. need to be concerned right. about. It's these rich people are making more money. And they're using Trump yeah. to deflect the, you know, the, the shine off them. Mm -hmm. It's gross. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, like yeah. that Betsy DeVos chick, um, the, the school fucking lady. Oh, she has like yeah. 12 yeah. yachts. Why do you need so many? What, no, but no. other than showing why off. But why? And in the US, Bling. where are you going to go? What if she lives on like the West East Coast. No offense. What's she going to like go around fucking michigan i don't know i don't oh, know she goes sail around to florida or something i don't know Ugh, she deserves that she deserves florida and they deserve her um also i, I want to remind everyone to wear your masks you don't want to be in the situation of you know someone i i know who's Either. ill um we <laughs> hope and we don't pray but we do hope that you are on the mend and we'd love to have you back i'm just going to say it now uh yes, anytime please. Because, yeah, there must be so much more information that you can provide. And I'm going to, sure. if you say you're coming back, I will prompt mm -hmm. our listeners for more questions because I think they'd have some for you. Awesome. Now that they've heard. Okay. Yeah, no. Um, like my I, brother, I, I, my brother will to totally was... send in a question. I know he will. <laughs> He's so, I mean, this, is, this, is, this is great fun. Really enjoyed it. Cool. Thanks very much. Um, I hope you feel better. I hope your Thanks, family, you. you get to see your family soon. Uh, I yeah. know it's probably been a nice it, break, but it, at the same time, it hasn't. It'll be, a, it'll be a while before I see them again, but I got lots of Netflix to get through before they come back. So. Uh, Shit's Creek. He hasn't even watched Shit's Creek. Congratulations, oh, Shit's yeah, Creek, yeah. for all your Emmys. Oh, Emmys. Yeah. So deserved. So deserved. Yeah. Oh, they might Amazing make a movie. Show. They might make a movie. Dan Levy said he... Maybe, 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 and I would watch the shit out of that movie. I'd even go to the cinema, which I'm not doing right now. Yeah, you know, it won't be made well, tomorrow, but yeah. I'll pay for the movie. Yeah. So imagine. Uh, wow. So gonna... I might download it. Wow. <laughs> I, no, use, I don't do I use that. the account. I use the account. Yeah, she, she uses was... my account. <laughs> she uses my net. No, you got your own Netflix, didn't you? Well, yes, finally. So I no, that's fine. Something. She uses my Disney Plus and my Amazon. I mean, whatever. Why pay for two? 
What exactly? So, and I'm I'm happy to share. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. One day I'm gonna have all the accounts on my name. Don't worry. I promise. Why? <laughs> Why bother? Um, but yeah. So. We had a really great time, Stevo. You're a great guest, Thanks, very engaged and engaging. Um, yeah. And I will talk to you at 10 a.m. tomorrow on our meeting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I believe it's 10, might be 10:30, but yeah, we'll talk yeah, then. 10:30. All right. But okay. all right, everybody. Lovely to meet you, no, Steve. Lovely meeting you as well, Jay. Take care of yourself. Oh, it's oh, 0800 wine. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't do that here. They do oh three, oh four, or whatever. Yeah. Oh three, four, five. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Wait for five. That costs that costs yeah. thirty thirty six, p six, a minute. Six, six. <laughs> I wouldn't call him now. No offense. <laughs> I wouldn't go help Chablis, him right now. Shiraz. Malbec. Bourgogne. Bourgeois. Oh eight hundred Malbec. <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank awesome. you thank you all right everybody have a good okay. night we'll talk right. next Ciao. week bye